anger management issues, and wholesome words. Stay tuned for the Rhyme and Reason podcast, episode 175. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason why you're here. Give your time and season to the one who wrote your rhyme. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme and reason. Your rhyme. Hey there, Tony here, and welcome once again to the Rhyme and Reason podcast, and I'm so mad I could just, no, I'm just kidding, I'm not that mad, but uh, have you noticed how almost everywhere you look or go, it seems like there's so many people, they just seem to be so mad about something. My uh, wife and I have been talking about that recently. We were walking in a nice shopping area the other day and just enjoying a day off together, which is kind of rare these days, and... uh, the weather was warm. I think you could say hot. And, uh, well, actually, that particular day, now that I think back about it, was a li- there was a little bit of coolness in the air. So it was a really nice day. Uh, when you get that coolness in the air in the summertime, that just feels so great, at least to us. But um, would you believe it? almost every turn of the sidewalk, we had to sidestep people to keep them from crashing into us? I mean, I'm not making this up, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, I, I jokingly uh, commented to my wife, uh, and I could say my wife uh, over and over, but her name is Elgeline, so I'll just go ahead and say Elgeline. And then from now on, when you hear me say that, you'll go, hey, that's his wife. Anyway, I um, commented to her. I said, seems like everybody's dealing with anger management issues today, you know, sort of joked about it. and. And we both decided to just kind of shrug it off and enjoy the day. But I kind of had to wonder, you know, what's making everybody so mad? Especially on a beautiful day like that. I mean, um, I believe I have an answer. And that's why I'm sharing it with you today. But, uh, you know, see what you think. I mean, I might not be right. But to me, it's the only thing that makes sense when you consider the scope of the problem. If those anger management issues had only materialized on that one isolated day, then I might consider it odd and, you know, just kind of shake it off. But I see lots of angry people all around me every single day. And I'm out and about a lot. So it just seems like people seem to be walking around with chips on their shoulders and, uh, you know, maybe grudges in their hearts or something. But I'll let you in on a a little secret about what the uh, root cause is, okay? Are you ready for this? It's, it's a term that a lot of people don't like to hear, and they certainly don't like to think of themselves this way, but selfishness is at the heart of almost all anger management issues. And I just say almost because, eh, well, there might be a couple of uh, oddball other reasons, but selfishness basically is it. It's difficult to manage your anger when all you care about is how wrong the world is treating you. And you can certainly justify your own anger when obviously no one understands or cares about your personal pain, right? But it's almost impossible to reconcile 99% of the anger issues out there with what God says about anger. Now, to quote from Paul's writing, and Paul was a guy who wrote uh, the main things that uh, Christians need to pay attention to, he wrote in a, in a book called Ephesians, this phrase, be angry and do not sin. 
And uh, when Paul wrote that, he was actually quoting from one of King David's psalms. And I'm a big fan of King David because he was a, a psalmist, which means he was a songwriter. And I identify. But anyway, I digress. Anyway, um, King David's psalm was saying, Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. In other words, don't go to bed mad. You know, when you focus on your own problems, your own challenges, your own life, it's easy to form a kind of a tunnel vision where the tunnel always leads to you. And you're not only causing problems for everyone around you, but you know what? You're doing yourself harm. And I'm talking about physical, mental, and emotional harm. You might not realize the full negative power of your anger management issues, but, um, you know, when you're young, you don't think about that. But they eventually show up. They do. If it's not right then and there, it's going to happen. You know, there are even studies that say anger encourages cancer. If you go to uh, TonyFunderberg.com and read the uh, coinciding article to what I'm talking about, there's a link in there where you can go read an article that talks about anger encouraging cancer. It sounds like it, you know, how could that be connected? But they have uh, valid um, information. Now, I'm not saying those studies are absolutely true, but it might be more than coincidence that there's a lot of cancer in the world. At the same time, there are more angry people than ever. What do you think? Are my wife and I just imagining things? I mean, was it just a bad day? Maybe we were hypersensitive to it that day. I mean, that could be, right? Or, or do you think there's lots of angry people walking around you, too? Have you seen it? Well, I hope you're not one of them. If so, you want to know how to deal with it once and for all? Well, here's a little rhyme that I came up with. If you're angry, just don't sin. Open up your heart and let God in. He can help you work it out. He'll show you what it's all about. Life is better when you trust the one who is holy, right, and just. Give it up, and I know you'll be glad where God will help you go. I know that's a fact. And I'd like to share a little anger management issue song here. This is called You Ain't Got Nothing Over Me. Talk about anger. Ooh, issues. Over me. 
you like to brag about your little German sports car I'll take my Mustang and I don't care what the odds are Go on and just and eat my dust You ain't got nothing over me I look around and you're there You like to get in my hair You got me bent out of shape How did they let you Somebody's got some issues, doesn't it? And uh, not too shy about sharing some thoughts on that one. That's a a song that I uh, include in my motel recordings from way back when I was on the road and I would record uh, songs in motel rooms on my four track and do track balancing and a lot of that kind of stuff back then before there was all this wonderful, cool digital stuff now. But um, that one's recorded... I, I think I remember in Albuquerque, but it, it you know, it's a, it's a fictional song. I, I, it wasn't me having some sort of an attitude with some female, but uh, did you like that little dig in there I threw toward the uh, German cars and uh, I was pro-American uh, there, even Ford. I mean, come on, Ford. I was, uh, you know, raving about the uh, Mustang. I actually had a 68 Mustang Fastback. It was cool. It was like the uh, Mustang that Steve McQueen drove in uh, the movie Bullet, I think. I want Suddenly I'm thinking, is that the one? But I think it is. He was driving it up and down the streets of uh, San Francisco. It was really cool. But anyway, not that I'm as cool as Steve McQueen, but then again, uh, you know, maybe Steve McQueen's not as cool as me. But I, I digress way, way down the hill here. I want to get back to the... Uh, topic that I was going to share next, and it's about wholesome words, which um, those guys in those movies may not be uh, the best guys to use for examples, but uh, do you like puns? I'm a fan of puns. In fact, uh, I've even been called Tony Punderburk by a fellow punster, and you know, I suppose the shoe sometimes fits. I recall one uh, one time back in my full-time musician days, as um, as we were setting up, the guys in this group that we were putting together, we were setting up to play for an evening crowd in Denver. And it was at um, 
top of the Denver Athletic Club. It was kind of under the stars. It was a cool, it was a cool venue. But I made a pun about something. I don't even remember what it was. But a guy who was helping set up the gear, who was uh, uh, a total atheist, and he made no bones about that, but he said, ooh, a pun. Those are the lowest form of humor. I immediately replied, well, I guess if you leave out dirty words and vulgar jokes about women and different races or ethnic groups or body parts and bathroom humor, maybe you got a point. And funny thing was, he didn't have a comeback. Well, I wondered how using puns or any other humor with wholesome words and ideas could ever be considered low. I mean, just exactly what are wholesome words? Well, the dictionary describes wholesome like, um, let's see, like this. It says, conducive to or suggestive of good health and physical well-being. The food is plentiful and very wholesome. There's the example. Or another uh, definition is conducive to or promoting moral well-being. Good, wholesome fun. Hmm, that's, uh, that's a pretty cool definition considering what I do here on the Rhyme and Reason podcast. So what's wrong with wanting wholesome words instead of profanity and vulgarity? Well, the short answer is nothing. Nothing's wrong with it. Think about it. There are grocery store chains based on wholesome foods. And most everybody would agree it's better to have wholesome good health and physical well-being. But paths tend to diverge uh, sharply when it comes to moral well-being. I think that's weird. Why do you suppose most people don't mind being told what foods are good, but they hate being told what words and ideas are good? It's difficult to even get a consensus on what good is anymore. These days, it's just whatever's right in your own mind. Well, the trouble with that is, a lot of people have a lot of dastardly things in their own minds. I, I noticed it. I hope you have uh, picked up on that too. But you know what? You can't go wrong with wholesome words. If you're currently of the mindset that nobody can tell you what to say or think, consider trying something different today. Here's, here's what I suggest. Look up a word or two or three that you don't know the meaning to and discover what it means and maybe even where it originated. And then see what kind of ideas pop into your head. And I promise ideas will pop into your head. And when something less wholesome pops in there, focus more on your new ideas. Well, guess what will happen when you do this on a regular basis? You'll become an idea person. And you'll be able to rise above the dirty jokes and those curse words. You'll find you don't, you don't need them to feel strong anymore. Your ideas will strengthen you. Try it today. Start today. There's no time like the present because the future is something that's a concept that we can kind of apprehend, but it never really gets here. And then share your first ideas with me. You can write to me at Tony at TonyFunderberg.com or go on the website and leave comments, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. And I got to ask you, what have you got to lose besides bad taste? And here's some words I shared a, a few years back to get ke- uh, kids interested in writing. And so they would focus on wholesome words. This is a little thing called open your head. Open your head, pour words right in. Then shake your head and just let them spin. 
They'll bubble up like polka dots into some bright and bouncing thoughts and just let them float and let them grow. And when they're just right, you'll let them go. Live on a page where they'll be read and poured into another head. And that's all I'm going to pour into your head today through your ears right here on the Rhyme and Reason podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the rhymes and reasons with your friends and family. And as always, uh, just in case you're new or you want to refer this on to someone, I say let's stay connected. You can join my Rhyme and Reason Club on TonyFunderberg.com and get free music and a book. And you can discover my other ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords.com. You can subscribe to this podcast. I love having subscribers. I mean, that's just awesome. And uh, that way you get it delivered right to your device without having to go look for it. I always mention how easy that is, and it is. People that uh, have done that have told me, you know, they really like that. They can just know that it's going to show up. And you can do that on iTunes or Google Play or Acast. And um, there's a couple more I can't think of right now. But anyway, you can... Connect with my business side on LinkedIn. You can circle me on Google+. You can follow me on Twitter and watch my videos on YouTube. And uh, had a couple of new people who found me on Facebook this week. So if, you're, if you found me there and you are also listening here to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining. And uh, I'm so glad you're there too. And be sure and pass it on. Lots of ways you can do that at TonyFunderburk.com. And that's enough of the self-promo. I always finish up that way so that uh, I don't have to pepper it through the whole thing. But um, thank you again for being there. And until next time, this is Tony saying, may God bless you and keep you. There's a 